0: Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Weekly Wellness Podcast. I am your girl, Jasmine, and...
1: I'm Stacy, and we are your Blacks and team.
0: So this week was actually um, a kind of a different week than usual because we used our topic based off of an experience that we had. Well, actually, that's not very different than any of our other
1: well, illnesses. But, but this week, Jasmine was tapped to run a meditation session for mm-hmm. a group of young EMT students training to be first responders. Mm-hmm. In that class, you have about 20 students mm-hmm. who are all learning how to be EMTs. Right. What Jasmine explained at first in, in the class is that being an EMT is a high-stress job, mm-hmm. and high-stress jobs affect people in a very physical way.
0: Which I think they were actually surprised to hear. So I shared with them a statistic that I think... Um, is what really got their attention and it makes total sense because they could see exactly how it applies to them. Um, but there was a study done recently within the past couple of years that actually showed that retired police officers, um, lived on average approximately 10 years less than other people the same age.
1: The reason for that is because when you're in a high stress situation that does not leave. So you are, if you're currently, if you're always in fight or flight mode, mm-hmm. you're always in high stress and mm-hmm. that wears on the body. Whether we recognize it or not, that's what's happening in the background.
0: And what's crazy, mm-hmm. I think what even surprised them more was that it wasn't that these people were still on the job. No. This is 10 years out from the job yes. and you're still, you are retired and no longer at work and yet your body still believes that you are in fight or flight.
1: Yes and that you are in tense or high-stress situations all the time because you have created that habit. In that job, you have to always be on point, right? right? You have to always be alert. You know, that's, a, that's EMTs, police officers, firefighters, military. That's yeah. just a job where you have to always be on all the time.
0: Right. But even not even that. Thought. I mean, some people have that just in terms of whatever neighborhood you grew up in. Well,
1: Sometimes true. there
0: there are plenty of times just walking outside, you're, like, ready. You know, yeah. like, you, like, like, you got to be on, yeah. you know, and that, that's really real for people. So yeah. I think they were surprised to find out the kind of toll that it takes on your body because emotionally and mentally, if you never decompress from those situations, if you don't have a way to turn down, um, mm-hmm. even if, even when you don't know that you need to, because you're not even at that point, your body's not even aware that it's still doing it.
1: Well, what's you know, great during the meditation session, um, Jasmine explained how when you meditate, you are actually learning to slow that process down a bit and at least recognize mm-hmm. when your body's in that mode. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you can't change what you can't see, right? If you don't know it's yeah, if you, can, if you don't recognize happening. it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I met so the guys did the meditation, they were so great. They one were our, they were one so of the, receptive. One of the best groups, yeah, that we
0: had They were again. got they got into it, which I was actually pleasantly surprised by because I wasn't sure you know they're young men they're kind of like too cool for school but they were all like (laughs) super into it and really like just willing to try it and a lot of them were like you know really thankful that we basically gave them a tool that they can use in mm. their profession that's going to get them to be better at their jobs. They're going to show up to a situation way more well, calm just and level-headed. way more ready. I was going to say, yeah.
1: because meditation, what it does is it slows the process. If you are the calm in the room, mm-hmm. you need to be calm in mind. And mm-hmm. that was the basis of that session. And I think the guys got a lot out of it. I think so,
0: too. And this week's weekly wellness was very much influenced by, um, by the by talk. By that session. Yeah. Yeah. Because they had a lot of great questions that came up afterwards that Mm -hmm. we were able to address. And it just made us think that uh, some of their questions, I think, we just thought would be helpful for people to know in general. general.
1: Because high-stress situations don't have to be a job. It can be a home situation. Exactly. I've been in places where somebody just pops off every time and again. And that's high stress. You are always on alert with sometimes chaotic people. Mm -hmm. You never know Mm -hmm. what they're going to do. And so you are always in a state of panic. And that's wearing on your body. I used
0: to have a boss like that. Bless her heart.
1: I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to name yeah, names. She says that. With, um, <laughs> trying to be positive and sweet about it. But yes, a certain boss because you don't know how they're going to respond. Right. You and never they, know and what's going to be the thing. Sometimes you yeah. know, you're, And that's the thing. Sometimes we can't control who is in our space. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we have to just at least have our own sense of calm. To deal with all those outside influences.
0: Right, and to have a practice that we do on a regular basis that allows us to always come back to what our neutral is so that our bodies don't end up getting negatively in- impacted over time um, because of the situations that we're in. Yeah. Um, and I think just one of the things I wanted to point out in the Weekly Wellness that I thought was great is that we um, found an article from an interview with a bomb disposal expert.
1: No, this article is great <laughs> if you guys get a chance. The to read epitome it.
0: of a stressful job.
1: And the article was great because it gave real life examples mm-hmm. of things that they used in the field, which I thought were incredible. I don't know if I'd be able to do with it. No. One that I noticed. So this guy. But you can was, use,
0: but the, but the advice that he gives about being in the field, you can use in any situation. I know, That's I'm what I like about. Okay, give him an example. Okay, yeah, give him an example. So,
1: um, one of the articles. So the guy, he's trapped. He's underwater. Unable to move his hands or feet, and he's trying to de- detonate this bomb. Now, in most people's Mm-mm. head, Mm-mm. it's like, nah, I'm
0: already panicked. Nah. I'm just listening to I it. I am.
1: You're probably either. <laughs> most people are in prayer mode. They're already checked out. They're <laughs> like, well, Jesus, take the wheel style. Right. Like, <laughs> you're done, right? It's so and true. So, it's so true. The advice he said to people, he's like, when you're in that moment, he said, I'm still breathing, so that's good. Now, what else do I have that's going for me?
0: Mm. Which I thought was mm. insane. How do you even think like that when you're in that type of situation? Of course. Of course.
1: And the crazy. bottom underlying thing of that was optimism. Mm. You know, if you're looking at the positive things, it's like, okay, well, I can still breathe. That True. means I can maybe do something else. If Oh, great. I can move a finger. And he talks about this whole process of how mm. he was able to move a finger. So, moving a finger abled him to unlock this one piece of how he was trapped and fix his gear. Like, And the guy survived. But... It's being able to a stay calm and b be optimistic mm. which I thought was huge
0: no, absolutely.
1: what was your favorite from the article Jay? uh I actually I think that
0: i I didn't even realize that one that was really good I think um I think mine kind of piggybacks on what you said, but then goes a step further and and breaks it down the way I read it was that focus on what you can control right because mm. he couldn't do anything about. He couldn't do anything about the fact that he was underwater because that was already stressful. He couldn't do anything about the fact that he was this. So he just focused on what he had control over, which was his ability to try to move a finger, right, Mm -hmm. and his ability to move something else. And the other thing that he said, you know, he mentioned this, and I think people do this a lot without even realizing, he said – With us, we don't think about the what ifs because if you start to think about the what ifs, you go down this rabbit hole and then you start getting so afraid that your mind gets clouded and you can't actually think of the next clear step. So he's like, do not do the what ifs because that's never going to help. And he's like, so focus on what you control and then know, just know what the next step is. You don't have to know the next five steps. Mm -hmm. You just have to know the next step, yeah, and I thought that was really helpful.
1: No, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's great, and we apply that to meditation in just in that being able to sit down, create the space in your mind to look at problems from that perspective. Right, is that's makes the you key. Get out of your spot, out of your oh, jam. Oh, God! Say right? it again. Say no, it <laughs> again. My goodness. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's what meditation does. It creates the space in your mind to make decisions and be able to think clearly. To get yourself out of whatever situation you find yourself in, exactly. You know, and and I we think can stop right there. We could, I was gonna say, <laughs> I well, if I if I if I if I share nothing else, it's just that meditation creates space. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to have anything else with it, and mm-hmm. I feel like all space is gonna be helpful into moving you from A to B. I agree.
0: I agree. Yeah. And if you guys uh, do not are, if you are listening to this and you are not already receiving the weekly wellness, oh, um, you missed a good one. I was going to say this,
1: this weekly wellness was, this
0: one was kind of special. I you, think they're I'm, all special though. Cause I love them all, nah, but nah, nah.
1: we might bring this one back because the article in there was so great or do another trauma related one. We might, but, we might. Cause it comes but, up
0: a lot. I think, you
1: know, you definitely want to sign up sooner than later because we only send these out. Once, Once a, a week, week. And when they're done, <laughs> that's Monday <they're> morning done. <laughs> in
0: your inbox to start your week off right. 9 a.m.
1: Monday <laughs> morning. If you don't get it,
0: if you yeah, if you're not if you're not already getting it, you are missing out. But never fear, go to our website
1: at blackzen and yep. you'll be
0: in finally the, in the know.
1: In the know. I was gonna say sign up so you know these conversations will have a lot more context if you read the wellness first. Yeah. And I think it will be a lot more helpful, but this one. Was a <laughs> well, I mean, you'll, you'll actually know what we're it, talking but... about
0: before we start to discuss it. So you will have your own opinion as you listen to us.
1: Yes. Yes. And opinions bring a, even a deeper sense of what we're talking about and even maybe generate questions mm-hmm. about this topic, which we're always open to.
0: Yep. So email us at info at If you have any questions on the weekly wellness, otherwise we will talk to you next week.